All right, what's going on, y'all? This is Domcast episode 15. Now, this is almost like 15.2. Uh, and uh, my last one, my guest, Charlie, had to leave. He'll be back again. So he'll might be he'll be on a different episode. But I'm going to hold this one down, okay? And if you're new to Domcast, and you may have seen the video on Instagram, where I explained to y'all what podcasts were and how to find this thing, if you're listening to it, you found it. If you have questions, if this is your first time listening and you go, oh, what is Domcast all about? What's the content that you talk about? Let's start off with this. Let's start off with this. People who call goatees flavor savers. Okay? Fuck you. Okay? If you have a goatee and you call it a flavor saver, dude, bite the bacon bullet all the way back to Flavortown and help humanity by never breathing our oxygen again. Okay? Flavor saver, dude? What? Because you get so much pussy because you're goatee? Or because you got lo mein chicken on it and then you did the nasty little with the tongue little to go lick up that lo mein or maybe you like that orange chicken maybe you like that that lemon hitter son i don't know what you like when it comes to asian cuisine i'm a fish guy okay i'm a fish guy dude but if you say flavor saver dude and you're talking about goatees fuck you all right welcome to domcast Welcome to Domcast. If that intro wasn't too harsh for you, I'm pretty sure we can continue this. And we could be buddies, you know? We can get along. Now, between the flavor savers, I thought about a story today when I was at work. And it was about me getting scabies, okay? Scabies from Africa. Now, I don't have a passport. I can't go to Africa. Do you hear that in the background? That's also this beloved cat, this kitten that we have now that is driving me absolutely out of my damn mind. If you listen to any of the past episodes, you understand that I visualize this cat as a football and I am Aaron Rodgers and, or Drew Brees and I am just dumping this thing like a vertical route straight into a dumpster, dude. With this big sandbag, 70 pound bag, a cat shit fucking litter. All right. Now, Dominic, you're kind of going off on tangent. How did you get scabies? And what are scabies? Well, usually you don't learn a lot of things on this podcast, but you're going to learn a little something today. Scabies are these tiny little bugs that like to crawl into your pores and your skin. They lay eggs, well, they eat their way in there to lay their eggs, then they get out, they move a centimeter, they eat their way back in, lay more eggs. Now, by the time they're on their third hole, their first hole eggs explode, basically, your body is covered in what looks like little shitty tiny ant bites that don't stop itching. Okay, so my first job was in a pet shop called well, 
We don't we don't drop names. Never mind. It was a pet shop. It was an exotic pet shop, and um, it wasn't like a chain. It wasn't like a PetSmart or a Petco. It was a privately owned pet shop, right? So we would get stuff straight up. Like we would have people that would go to Africa and like go to Lake Malawi and catch cichlids. We would have people like catch our pythons, um, like wild caught pythons, emperor scorpions, centipedes, you name it. Now at the ripe age of 15, my job for $5 an hour May have been five fifteen. I don't know if I was making the big stacks yet, but uh, we would get some of these animals in, and I'd have to quarantine them. And uh, I remember getting it was like a ten gallon tank and it had a bunch of emperor scorpions in it and some other stuff. But the soil and the dirt was from Africa, and my job was to take these critters out of one tank. And put them in a brand new clean tank and let them acclimate, make sure nothing was crazy, that nothing broke out, no parasites crawled into the customers who were buying them skin, right? All at the expense of my body for five fifteen an hour. So a couple days after I did just one of the shipments, I was in class and I started getting like a rash. And it was bad. Like, it started itching rowdy. So I go to the school nurse. And the school nurse is like, well, did you you use the new laundry detergent? No, ma'am, I have not. Um, Have you used some new cologne? I know that Axe body spray is pretty pop. No, ma'am, I did not. Have you changed any? No, ma'am, I have not done anything differently besides work at the age of 15 on the weekends and come here to learn absolutely fucking nothing because the public school system is shit in America. Ah! To all my teacher friends, I have high fucking respect because you have to deal with shithead kids who think they know everything because they were born with iPhones in their hands and RAFD chips in their necks, dude. Okay? So, the school nurse, I don't remember what that pink shit was. It, it's kind of like Pepto-Bismol. I don't know. But they, she rubbed it on me, did nothing, and sent me back to class. Next day, I wake up. And this is on my arm, like on my forearm. Next day, it's spreading. And I'm like, okay, something ain't right. Go back to the school nurse. Are you really sure your mom didn't know? Okay, so at this point, I say, hey, I got to leave school. I got to call someone to pick me up. And they were like, no, you can't do it due to attendance. And we have to have a certain percentage of attendance to keep this height, uh, this this level of our school. Fuck you, dude. So I ended up leaving school, though, and I went to the doctor. And I went to the doctor, and literally the first thing the doctor said goes, oh, wow, this is an interesting case. And I go, Yes, can you please tell me what's wrong? He goes, well, you seem to have scabies. And I was like, well, what is that? They're like, well, they're kind of like flesh mites. Well, actually, they are flesh mites. And I go, what? And he goes, this is a very rare case because 
He goes, do you live out in the country? And I go, no, nah, I live in... No, oh, he's like, um, how is your living quarters? Is it very cleanly? And I go, yeah, it's pretty clean. As well, this is really rare because um, either you get this really out in the woods and it looks like the scabies you have may have came from another country. Have you traveled recently? And that's when I had to say, no, I haven't traveled. But I... Uh, I work in an exotic pet shop, and uh, I was messing around with some African dirt. And he goes, well, there you go. He's like, you have African scabies, okay? And I go, okay, so what do we do about this? He goes, well, I'm going to give you a lotion. And uh, I like how I'm doing like the doctor voice as a man because the doctor was actually a woman. <laughs> The doctor was a woman. Yeah, but you all y'all wanted this anyways. All right, so here you go. You got equal rights and voices, okay? So he was like, uh, I'm going to give you this this lotion, this cream, and you're going to have to apply it, um, not just on the area, but your whole body. And I go, what? He goes, well, you see, the scabies, if you apply it just where they're at, they migrate. So they will feel the ointment aka poison move up and move to the next part of your body that isn't covered in the ointment bury themselves and lay more eggs and i go what the fuck for 15 dollars an hour and one reason why i'm not going to say what this place was is because when i found this out and i told the owner slash manager slash he just ran the place that I had scabies, he goes, ha, 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 I got that from the birds one time. Seriously, dude? So, basically, for three days, I couldn't go to school. I had to take all my sheets off and everything out of my bedroom, and I had to cover myself head to toe, even my hair. I had to rub this lotion all over me butt-ass naked, lay on a mattress, spread motherfucking eagle, dude, for three nights, and I finally killed all the scabies. And on my left arm, before I grew a bunch of hair, because I'm Italian, and that's how we do it, uh, I had scabies scars. And so... I know some people that live out in the country might get chiggers or you may have gotten ticks, you know, because I grew up uh, going spending some of my summers out there in the Ozarks. You get ticks on the, the tight parts, like on your uh, underwear waistbands or the tight parts of your clothes that ticks like to bury in there. Um, hey, guys, I had scabies from Africa. And let me tell you, ticks and chiggers ain't shit. All right. But anyways, I don't know why I thought about that story today, but I did, okay? Now, another thing, I've been really, really trying my best to appreciate the French, okay? Like I said in past episodes about my grandpa who always hated the French for no really reason at all, but he always say shit like, like, 
they never fought their own wars, you know, like, uh, but they always took all the credit, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I love French wine. You know, I'm a sommelier. Even my title's French. And I love French wine. I love French cheese. I love that they use any word they want. They're basically uncensored there. Um, literally. And not even with, like, verbiage. Like, they could just have their tits out and no one would give a fuck. Like, you go to a... I don't know what an Applebee's version in France would be. But, uh, you know, there's a couple people getting together for drinks after work. And then guess what? They all bang each other afterwards. It's crazy. And, you know, I'm trying to get respect for them. I'm like, all right. The French, they kind of have it down, right? Ah, nah. Not my industry of service and hospitality. Where... None of y'all know where I work, and you're not going to know where I work, right? Well, I had some French people come in today, and I noticed by their accents, I thought they were Mexican nationals, but I noticed by their accents, I was like, ah, okay, interesting. And uh, when you have a $120 tab between two people, $5? $5? And then... I gave him a Malbec, which was from Argentina, which if you know anything about wine, Argent, the Argentinians make amazing Malbec. And speaking of Argentinians, uh, thank you, Manu Ginobili. Thank you for uh, 20-something seasons with the Spurs and winning us all those championships. You're a stand-up guy. I've met you multiple times. Manu Ginobili, you are awesome. So uh, shout-out to Manu, who is Argentinian, who is really Italian. And that's probably why they grow a lot of grapes out there because um, after World War One and II, a ton of Argentinians went over. Uh, or they left Italy and they went to Argentina. But... Argentinians make great Malbec. Um, they're known for their high Andes, you know, and it, it's a really crazy uh, climate they have there for their viticulture. Or is it viniculture? I don't know. I can't think right now. But anyways, this is how I knew they weren't Spanish nationals off the rip. Because Spanish nationals, dude, they love Malbec. And they love it from Argentina. These people drank it and were complaining like, it's not strong enough. It's not big enough. It's not blah, blah, blah. Okay, sorry that Malbec was born in France. And you know what? Tell me everything else was born in France. Hey, can I give you a, a lesson in Italian history? The Romans owned y'all for a long time. Actually, a lot of countries owned y'all for a long time. How about that? How about we go? How about we go and we look at Alsace, France? That just switched borders between every single war. Germans, Austrians, Germans, French, whatever, dude. Whatever. So the second I start getting closer to having legit respect for the French, someone's gotta leave me five dollars on a hundred and twenty. And then on that note. Guess what? Those good old boys, the Randy Rogers band. Not saying they came in. Not saying I served them. But let me tell you something. Those good old boys, 
they know how to tip. Those good old boys know how to take care of people. And those good old boys can play some red dirt country music right there like that. Don't you love it though? I'm not saying this is not how to do with Randy Rogers or anything, but like the rednecks that know shit, like the rednecks. I have family in Missouri. I actually have one who worked on the first rocket that ever went to space. He was a rocket scientist. But if you spoke to him, you'd be like, oh, he's just country boy, mountain man. That dude was building fucking rockets for NASA. All right. But I love when you get a hillbilly or a redneck hyped up about some shit they know. Not about trucks or cars because that's fun. That's easy to do though. Because they'd be like, oh, I got a 350 Chevy red block engine in this bitch right here. I'll tell you, it can go 450 RPMs. And I'm telling you what, you know what? It was street legal, but thanks, Obama. Now it ain't. You know what I mean? But when they get into something they really know that's outside of maybe trucks or something, uh, or I guess maybe any kind of like automotive shit, that shit is awesome. You ever listen to a redneck get passionate about marine biology? Well, I'll tell you some shit right here. Jacques Cousteau, that motherfucker, I'll tell you what. He was down there in the Marianas Trench, which is the deepest uh, crevasse in the entire world. And he was discovering shit left and right. And I'm going to tell you about the cuttlefish, about how many, dude, they go off. And hearing that, when they're dropping truth bombs and facts on you, is almost as pleasurable as listening to like someone with the English accent talk about nothing. Okay? Because people with English accents could literally talk about nothing and I'll pay attention. They'll just be like, Oh, well, you know, we went to Frederick's last week and um, they didn't have Earl Grey, so we settled for the chamomile. And we got ourselves a little um, poach egg. And I decided, you know, and it's so boring. But I'm like listening at the edge of my seat like, what's next? What are you going to say next? I can't wait. Right? Well, how about you? You know what? You know what I just realized? How many rednecks have goatees? And you know what? That's probably where the term flavor saver came from. Oh, you got that right there. That's a flavor saver. I tell you what, we were eating we were eating grandma's green beans last night with the cream with cream potatoes and everything, and I got a little bit on my chin right there, but you know, in the morning, that's just a little flavor saver, you know what I'm talking about? And to connect the dots even crazier, I bet you it was the French because they never shaved their shit down there. That was the original flavor saver. It was the pussy goatee. Wow. Dominic, never thought you were going to say that word. Oh, mom, hope you never listen to this. Hey, HR, where I work. I hope you're laughing. Not incriminating myself. Oh, my gosh, dude. This shit bananas. This shit bananas. B. A N A N A N A N A N A S B. Do you remember when that shit came out? What was it? Pink, 
fucking Floyd B-A-N-A-N-A-S. That shit bananas. Actually, I'm going to tell you some shit that's really bananas, dude. I heard the best cheers of my life. Now, I've been a bartender for a minute. I'm currently not bartending, even though gigs can pop up here and there. But I was enjoying a burger at the bar top. Even if I'm like drinking just water or something, I prefer to sit at the bar top. Because I like it. Just feel more natural at home. Very rarely do I ever ask for a table. And sorry, I mean, my girlfriend, she probably hates it. That I always want to sit at the bar, even if we're drinking Topo Chico's and uh, ordering food. Right, but we met this guy. It was an older man, and um, I've heard every toast and every single cheers you can possibly think of. And this guy dropped some new shit on me. He dropped some knowledge, dude. He expanded my frontal lobe. Okay. He goes, I know that y'all. You know, don't want to hear anything from an old man, but I would like to make a cheers if that's all right. I said, yeah, man, let's let's cheers. He goes, now this is my favorite cheers I ever heard. When he said that, I was like, okay, this is probably going to be like, you know, all the generic shit you always hear. He goes, I want to make a cheers to the birds. All of a sudden, y'all was like, Okay, you have my attention. He goes, I want to make a cheers to the birds, to the storks that bring the good babies, to the ravens that bring the bad babies, and to the swallows that bring no babies. Dude, I fucking lost it. To the swallows that bring no babies. I I mean, I've been in this industry for over a decade, and I've never heard that. And I want every single one of y'all who's listening to this right now, please use that cheers the next time you are anywhere. Please. We'll go through it again one more time. Cheers to the birds, the storks that bring the good babies, the ravens that bring Joe Flacco, and the swallows that bring no babies. Okay? Fucking delicious, dude. The guy was super cool. And then tried to buy his drinks. And this this will revert me now in my mind. I don't know why. I, you know what? It's probably because I took a shot of espresso today. I took a fucking... It was sitting there. I think someone made it. And then just forgot about it. And I was like, you know what? YOLO. You only live once. Boom. Shot it. So, um, dude, back in my early 20s, before I settled down and found a good woman, um, there was a stretch where I I was with a couple strippers. Now, I hate strip clubs. I don't uh, promote them. Uh, I don't like to go to them. And a matter of fact, there was only a couple instances I've ever had to go to a strip club. But 
I would meet these ladies. Um, just being out and being single. And then a woman would approach and the woman would approach and they would go, hey, can I buy you a drink? Which if you're a man, unless you're at a gay bar, that shit never happens, right? So they buy me a drink and they would pay cash. And this happened every time. And this happened three times. Twice were extended friendship slash whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, but they would pay cash and, you know, they'd be like, hey, what do you want to shoot and or drink? And, you know, I'm a basic man. I'm a basic bitch. I'm just a basic bitch. I like Lone Star beer and I like shooting cheap whiskey. And I would order that and they'd be like, no, no, no. What do you really want? And I'd be like, uh, what do you mean? That's what I want. She'd be like, okay, we're shooting Ciroc. And I don't know why. I feel like Ciroc is like the stripper's fucking Gatorade. <laughs> what flavor do you have there? Red berry? Nice. Stripper Gatorade. Ciroc. But I remember that happening. And uh, the very first time, I was kind of blown away. And they're like, what do you want to drink besides Lone Star? And I was like, um, a Guinness? So the first night, I'm like shooting Ciroc and drinking Guinness, right? And they paid cash, always in 20s, and that was it. And I had rendezvous with like three of them. Uh, this is, I was between like the ages like 19, like 21. Now I'm an old man and no one gives a shit about me. Especially like, like we get a new kitten. He doesn't give a shit about me. You know what I mean? Maybe would respect me when I was a young gun. If you're in your twenties right now, dude, but I'm I'm at the tail end of my twenties, so I'm basically already in like the thirties mindset, because like after twenty six, twenty seven, no one gives a fuck about you, dude, except for the IRS because they want more money, and then the bankers because that's modern day slavery, and they want to fucking own you with twenty two and a half percent interest charges on shitty-ass credit cards made of fucking metal to make you feel like you're metal, dude. You're not Rodney James Dio, okay? You're not anthrax. You're not poison. You're not metal. You're not every time I die. You don't know what the fuck a breakdown is until one of your clients is crying because there's no way they can pay that retribution back. How much of a sociopath... Do you have to be to sign away some credit card to some 22-year-old with like a 26% interest rate? Oh, let's just watch this guy fail. Or girl. Or you know what? I don't know how many fucking genders there are now. Too many. I could start there. I'll tell you, in France, they ain't going to have that problem. They laugh at us. See, now now I'm praising the French. See, they, they French mind fucked me. Is that a thing? Probably. It's probably sexual position. Probably on Urban Dictionary. It's the French sexual... It's the French mindfuck. Uh, what's the French mindfuck? Uh, they pour Pinot Noir on your head and then ride you like a little pony until you eat duck confit later that night. I don't know, dude. I can tell you this. I can tell you about... I'll tell you... Okay. 
we're going to sit down and you're going to learn a lot about me in this next story. This is the story of how Dom Caesar became a man. Okay. Now I'm not talking about losing my virginity or the first time I had a blowjob because that's in episode one. You'll, you can hear that. Now I dated white girls for a while when I was young and mostly through my 20s, but a white girl did not make me a man, okay? They would look pretty, and they'd lay there, and you'd have sex with them, and that, you know, it is what it is. They didn't do much. They just wanted to sit there and look pretty. Kind of like little peat marshmallows, and you would just kind of be like, eh, you squish it, and it tastes a little sweet, you know? No. I'll tell you, a Latino woman made me a man. All right? We definitely don't name names on this one, but I'm going to tell you straight up how this shit went down, okay? I want to say I was about 21, pushing 22, and she was about 27 or 28 with a child, And uh, she lived by the train tracks. And if you know anything about San Antonio, you know where the train tracks are, okay? Now, my little ass, we went over there and we had very similar, uh, we liked a lot of the same things. A lot of similar interests. And so, um, we started hanging out. I think we met at karaoke somewhere. And we started hanging out. And it was great, but she was definitely way older than me and way more mature than I am. And still is way mature than I am. And it was the first time we ever got sexual, okay? And uh, so we're getting there. There's a little foreplay. I think Tommy Boy, the movie, is playing in the background while Led Zeppelin Four on vinyl is playing Tommy boys on mute Zeppelin force playing on vinyl there's already an ambience in the air that no white girls ever given me okay now before we get into the dirty we're still pre-gaming this thing or as you ladies like to call it the foreplay all of a sudden and she's living in a tiny little place they had a bead curtain between the living room and the kitchen, okay? And we're in the living room. Now, she leaves during the foreplay, and she goes into the kitchen through the bead curtain, and I'm sitting there, dick rock hard. Uh, woke up, dick rock hard. Dick hard and I am. Armadilla. That was my attempt at a Little Wayne line that failed horribly. But since I like to keep this raw and not edit it, uh, that's staying there. Okay. Um, she went through the bead curtain. And I heard the microwave. And I'm sitting there going, what the fuck? was? What, am I boring her? Is this not good enough? Is she cooking herself a fucking hot pocket in the middle of this thing? Or we're not even getting into it? She comes out, and I'm talking, we on the west side, kids. 
If you don't know shit about the west side of San, the southwest side of San Antonio, don't fuck around, dude. She brings out a couple of packets of McDonald's honey that she warmed up in the microwave. Bust that shit open and start pouring it on me. Now, my mind is already like, what the fuck? This shit has never happened to me. I don't know even what to do from here or go from there. Starts pouring on me. It's hot as titties, but I loved it. And I was like, holy shit. Now, I was about 135 pounds soaking wet at the time. And she was just voluptuous in all the right ways. Bigger than me, but voluptuous. And there was not a single defect in her form. I will say that. So she starts pouring this thing on me. And remember, I'm a hairy little Italian too. So now I'm getting McDonald's honey all stuck up in my happy forest. The whole deal. Now this escalates, okay? There's like some pulling and tugging and licking and you know, it's getting it's getting a little weird. But I'm love loving every minute of it. Couldn't get enough, right? I'm like, okay, now where does this go, right? Boom. Take next level. Cause when you're when you're used to dating them white girls, they're kinda like um when when you're having sex with a white girl, it's almost like you're eating them goldfish crackers. Oh, they're tasty. There's some flavor there. But when you're having, when a Latina's throwing it down, it's like you got one of those Mexican s'mores with the Oaxacan chocolate and the cinnamon and the sugar. And you're just, it's everywhere, right? So, fast forward, boom, she's, she's fucking me, I'm not fucking her, she's fucking me, and I'm used to just eating the, eating the goldfish, now I'm fucking the goldfish, she's fucking me, I'm trying to hold on, and try not to bust a nut like a little amateur, guess what, busted that thing early, cracked that thing open to like some boiled peanuts, not gonna lie, right? She comes back with a warm towel and cleans my shit up. Everything. With a warm towel, like a steam towel. I don't even know where she got it from. I don't know if she had like a steam room ready with steam towels. I have no clue. I don't even know how that happened. But it did. Clean it up, right? Now I'm sitting there. We're at the end of the second side of Zeppelin 4 because it didn't last that long, telling you. And she goes back through the bead curtains into the kitchen. And I'm like, all right, that was insanity. That shit bananas. B A N A N A N A N A N A N A N A S. Bananas, right? And then it all start hearing is. little sizzles and pops and and I go go what's that and you know I'm a carnivore I talk about it even though I have switched to a more 
a vegetable-based diet, I still love my meat. And I was like, that shit's a pork chop. This woman took it all the way and then cooked me a damn pork chop afterwards. Let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that was the day I became a man. I don't know what I was doing wasting my time with all them white women because that was the day I learned I've been getting ripped off. <laughs> it's like it's like you've been driving a car that's like uh, $15,000 with an auxiliary cord or you can get the same car for like $2,000 more and it's got like the Bluetooth, the tires, it's all souped up, the whole deal. Yeah, I was I was playing in a rookie's league until that day. And uh, to this day, you know, if I if I ever make enough money, when I, whenever I start making that fuck you money, you know, not if, it's a matter of when I start making that fuck you money, um, she's going to get an envelope. And I want to make sure her and her uh, child are taken care of for hopefully the rest of their lives. So I do wish peace and happiness upon her. And I do want to thank her again for making me a man. And also, just for future reference, if you are a woman who is into that honey kind of stuff and you have a hairy man, watch out. Okay, because... To get that kind of stuff out of a man's thick, hairy belly, belly area, it's like having to take a tsunami through the Congo to wash that bitch out, okay? But also, women, how about you step your fucking game up? How about you bring a warm towel and clean that shit up, huh? That's some next level shit. Hey, maybe you're young and you're listening to this and you're like you're like 23 and you're just like, well, I'm just tired of all these fuck boys. Well, you know what? Woman the fuck up then. Okay? Why don't you warm some honey up? Why don't you punch some Led Zeppelin on, huh? How about you do that? How about you bust out that steam towel? Like you just got done eating lobster at the palm and they bring you that steam towel and lemon to wash your hands and they clean your fingies for you. Woman up if you're tired of fuck boys. That's my tip. Tip number one. Hey, hey, if you wrote me a letter, hey Dominic, um, I'm tired of fuck boys. How do I change that? Well, you know what? Step it up. Stop playing in the backfield. All right? Stop playing for special teams. You want to start? You want a guaranteed contract? You want that 80 million guaranteed? Huh? To play your position? Start doing it. Lick a butthole. Stick a finger. You know what? And the French were probably the first to lick buttholes too. Can this be the fuck you yet praise you French episode? But though, hey, I'm telling you, Latino women ain't no joke, but that's how Dom Caesar became a man. 
You know what? Hey, you know what? If I made shirts that said strippers, or if it, if it said Ciroc is stripper Gatorade, you know, you know, actually, that's a free one. That's a free one, Hollywood. You can have it. Ciroc is strip. She was not a stripper, by the way. She was not. She was a very hardworking woman, who was t- she was a single mom and she was doing her shit. So, if I ever do make that fuck you money, I'll make sure that woman will be taken care of. Now, let's talk about this cat. One day I love it, one day I hate it. I recently had to take out its bag of litter. And I swear to you on all things holy, that bag of litter weighed a good 75 pounds. Now, how do I know this? Because I lift boxes and shit. All right? Been there. Done it. I've, I've, I've carried cases of wine upstairs at different establishments. I've had relations with larger women I, can, I think i know a weight ratio what, what did gucci man say i don't need a scale i eyeball work guarantee you this bag of cat litter shit was like 70 pounds and when i got to the dumpster it was like that one day the fucking guys forgot to uh the garbage men didn't take it out it was like piled high and i had to do one of those i felt like i was in the olympics You know where they get that shit and they spin around in a circle and then they just toss it? I got it to the top. (laughs) When I got to the top, I freaked out some kind of animal. I'm not sure what. It could have been multiple. I was hoping in my mind it was going to be a raccoon because I love trash pandas. But I don't think it was. But something started scurring and freaked out. There's probably more cats, honestly. Um, Yeah. Man, where the hell was I going with this right now? Anyways, so. Now, we're we're getting to where in San Antonio, Texas, it's going to start getting a little bit cooler. And by cooler, I mean like 85 degrees. And everyone in the city cannot wait. We cannot wait on it. That means everyone here has a jacket. They wear four times a year. Okay? Now, up north, this is why, this is the theory I have on heaven and hell. Now, when people describe hell, they say it's a hot, fiery, burning place. I don't know. I mean, I'm adapted to about 100 degree temperature, and there's people that live on the equator. Okay? I think hell is a cold, desolate place and you have that one jacket you wear four times a year in San Antonio, that's hell, okay? And then you get frostbite on everything, but they won't cut it off because you're in hell, okay? So next time you think about that dynamic, let it sink in. Where are we at right now? Ah, 43 minutes. Well, you know what? For for having to do uh, two episode 15s, two 45 minutes, and I still haven't dropped one, 
I feel like, and I did a little late night quickie for you the other night. I kind of feel like, um, uh, I think we're, I think we're pretty good. I think I feel satisfied at where we're at at one twenty nine a.m. Okay. So I'm gonna give a couple shout outs real quick. Philip Wolf, um, you gotta go listen to his new album. Uh, he put on an amazing show. Uh, it was a fashion show. Everything was going on. It, I the way this and you can hear our interview, um, but look it up. He's got singles left and right. His new album is called undervalued attention look it up on apple music spotify get it he's got singles also that i love like people in the way is a great one rockstar lifestyle philip wolf's a local artist um he's featured on one of the episodes and also the episode <laughs> the last episode i did with jordan hydra uh from hydra melody where we're talking about um, uh, having to eat Trump's asshole to free refugees. That's pretty much, I don't know if we're going to take it further than that, but I'm also excited because I feel like every time Jordan's going to feature on an episode, we're going to take it. We're going to take it to the moon and back. Shit. We're going to, we're going to go Elon Musk and we're going to take it further. So I would really love to get uh, Jordan back on here. Listen to those episodes if you haven't. If you have been listening to Domcast, please uh, tell your friends about it. Just be like, hey, I got a friend. He's kind of out of his mind. But uh, if you have a long commute to work, listen to him. Um, If you have a job that you can have one earbud in and do, listen to him. You know? And thank you for all the ratings, man. We got some more ratings and uh, everything's looking good. I do want to say thank you for the 2.3 thousand downloads by episode 13. I haven't checked the numbers yet. I'll check them again next Tuesday. But y'all are kicking ass and taking names. And I am super, super, super happy for it. So thank you so much. Check out stickerfridge.com. That's where you're going to find my podcast, many other podcasts, and kind of the crew that we're working together all trying to make San Antonio a better place with entertainment and um i hope to have my boy still chill andy on here we will get charlie back on because the episode we were 45 minutes in but something came up he had to leave but we were on some good material and uh i can't wait to drop that one but hopefully this is uh this is the story of a girl crying a river drown the whole world. It's one thirty two Friday, August thirty first. Um this is in the AM, so uh I'm gonna call it a night. Y'all have been amazing. Keep keep rating it, keep um downloading it, tell your friends. And if your friends like, well I have an Android download stitcher and if your friend if you have an android and your friend's got an apple just be like download the apple podcast and uh please follow me on uh instagram at she tastes like texas and that's taste with an s check it out also overrated underrated people were saying madden 19 was overrated um tell them 
that they can go to Flavortown too with their flavor savers because Madden 19 is the tit. If you don't have PlayStation Network and you can't play online, I guess that makes sense, but play Madden Ultimate Team. I hope everyone had good fantasy drafts, and if you didn't, things always change. All right, you could prepare so much, and then someone's going to hurt themselves week one. Changes the whole dynamic of the league. And uh, thank you. We're at 48 minutes and 12 seconds. Oh, yeah, and check out all my other guests, man. I hope to get my brother back from Austin. And then uh, we'll try to get Cambria back on here to talk more about health and diet. She was a great guest as well. Um, and I am going to have my boy. Uh, we're going to get Eric from Sticker Fridge and his brother. And we're going to talk about some fantasy football. So there's a lot of cool stuff happening coming up. We're going to do some more interviews. And hopefully I'm going to get some uh, live videos. We'll start getting this on YouTube. All right. So, uh, like I said, remember, only 16% of the United States listens to a podcast once a week. And only 64% of Americans are familiar with the term podcast. So, this is a movement, y'all. And you're part of this movement. You're the Chachi Nation with me right here, okay? But I love you. And remember, remember the cheers. We're cheers into the birds. To the storks that bring the good babies, the ravens that bring the bad babies, and the swallows that bring no babies. Cheers. Stay black. One love.